0: This is Due to Bet Sports. Due to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Due to
1: Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Due to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holdeman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. the is full of shit. What's up, guys? Long time no see. We're back. We're back for more action here on the Due to Bed Sports Show. We'll be in Oakland. Coming, well, we won't be physically, but we'll be there for the show today. We'll go for a little bit of Oakland racing. We'll talk a little college basketball. Obviously, Papa Dude, what is up? It's been thirty minutes. How- have you- thirty minutes.
0: I've been in a dead run the whole time. I changed clothes. I don't like to do two shows with the same clothes on. I'm kind of like a. Uh, a diva, I guess, you know? Like shared has several uh um, <laughs> yes, yes, several yes. wardrobe uh changes during the show, so that's me. So there you go. New Plus, yeah, it's new, cold. new. It's cold today.
1: It is cold. It's raining right now, but yeah, new <laughs> uh, new threads for Papa Dude. That is great to see. Good, good job. I like that.
0: Basically, I was cold in what I had on, so. <laughs>
1: Well, we got a lot to talk about. We don't have a ton of time. I mean, we got a a tight hour here because uh, Blinkers comes on 30 minutes after this show is finished at 1.30. So uh, let's just do it. Let's just get right into it here. I told you you were going to talk Oakland. We're going to talk about the Azeri first. So the Azeri Stakes is this Saturday at Oakland Park. This should be a really good race. So we've got a field of eight horses here Going a mile and 16th, like I said, the Azari at Oaklawn. It is the local prep for the Apple Blossom. We got the Kentucky Oaks winner in here. We got the third place finisher of the Breeders' Cup, uh, uh, the Breeders' Cup Distaff in here. Great field. Where are you looking in this one?
0: These are my favorite kind of races, as you know. I love the older horses. They seem to be able to pinpoint them a little better. Uh oh, man, this is a great race. this is an Oakland special, I think. wouldn't you say that I mean they they've got a couple of superstars in here yeah. and then solid horses down the down the line. so uh there's a lot of ways you can go with this. one of my all-time there's yeah one of my all-time favorites is the three Clarier. I love this horse. love to own a horse like this. I would just a consistent. Hard-knocking horse, out of curling, always brings it. Uh, I don't think it's ultra-talented, but she just runs great. So I looked at her first. Uh, there's nothing you can say that's wrong about her. She faded a little bit last year, was uh, but then in the Breeders' Cup, lost by a head, was coming at the end, almost won that thing. So I went. I put her on top. I, I just think the race sets up for her. There's a little bit of speed in it. I think there could be a little bit of a duel. She comes charging at the end, and I think she can nip them. So I put her on top. Uh, did you go with her?
1: I did go Clary Air on top as well. I think she right. kind of outclasses this group, and that's that's yeah. kind of where I landed. Uh, you know, in the distaff, her and Secret Oath matched up against each other, and Air pretty much passed her without right. a lot of trouble. So, uh, I, I do think a mile and a 16th for Secret Oath is interesting. I think that is her best distance.
0: Yeah. The thing with Secret Oath, she needed some time off, mm-hmm. uh, she had ran in a ton of huge races, which DeWayne does. Mm-hmm. And that's just what he does. If he's got a good one, he puts them in there. So it's going to be interesting to see what the layoff does to her. You know, will she come back and run as well as she did last spring? Because this is, you know, she ran well during this time of the year last year. That's the thing. If that horse comes back to the form that she showed, she could win. So I've got her second. Uh, just kind of thinking she'll, she'll come back to that. I put uh, the five-third, uh, another solid horse, very solid, off since August. So, you know, we'll have to see how that one comes back. And if you like a couple of long shots, I kind of like the two and the seven as well. Lovely ride has ran very, very well at Oakland this year. You might put that horse on your ticket because I don't think it's going to go one, three, five. It very, very seldom does do a top three finish one, two, three.
1: You mentioned lovely right at 15 to one. This is a horse that won two in a row at Oklahoma before finishing second and a close second in the Bayakoa. I'm with yes. you. I would like to play this horse underneath of Clary Air in the spot. I, I just think Lovely Ride shows up at, with a great effort every time. Yep. And I think that's the horse they're going to have to run down. It's certainly been the horse they've had to run down the first three times uh, we've seen this group run at Oakland. It, it's interesting, you know, Lovely Ride has beaten all the local ones time and time again. Now you kind of get that class test with Clary yep. Air, Secret Oath coming in here and and, and Interstate Daydreams. Yes. That's an interesting horse too for Brad Cox, the five. This is a, you know, another four year old coming into the race and she won the Black Eyed Susan. She won the Indiana Oaks. Didn't run well the last time we saw her, but a long layoff since then. Yeah. So I it's think she's crazy. interesting. She's probably going to get first run at the leaders with Secret Oath and Claire Air coming to catch her uh, after she makes her first run there on the turn.
0: Right. And, you know, this historically at Oaklawn, the local horse like Lovely Ride doesn't win yeah. this race.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, they just don't. And so, you know, that's why I don't think you can play her on top. <clears throat> leading trainer, leading jockey, though. Knows the track, has run well. I think she could get a piece of it. I just don't know if she's classy enough to win it.
1: Yeah, and that's the whole thing. She's going to have to take a step forward. Uh, her three-year-old races, while good, and I'm not knocking any of them yeah. at all. They weren't quite good enough to beat this level. So you're going to have to see some improvement from her. But Brad Cox, pretty darn good off of a layoff. Laurent Giroux aboard. That's it. That is his go to guy. So there are things to like about uh, this horse. uh, But, uh, you know, the prices on the five is going to depend a lot about how playable she really is. She's three to one on the morning line. If she floats up from there, you do kind of have to give her a little bit of a look, I think, because she she is one that should improve. Um, Usually from three to four, you do see that improvement. And I think the big difference with her. She's not raced 100 times last year like Secret Oath was. That's kind of my question, Mark. Me too. Has yeah, she kind of flamed out to the point where she might not come back?
0: Right, and that happens sometimes. There's enough in this race that I don't think Air is going to be a bad prize. I don't see her coming down to three to five, four to five with a cox horse in there. And the Lucas horse. Mm-hmm. you might get her at a decent price. The other thing in her favor is Aspies is not having that great a meat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a solid meat, but not for him. Yeah. It's a disappointing meat for him. Now, not for most trainers, but for him, it is. He's not winning everything down there. If he was, I think this horse had come down to three to five, four to five. And and she might, but I don't think so. I think Secret Oath will get some take some money, and the cocksaw horse will too, because the Brad Cox horses take money at Oakline. So I think you're going to get a good price on Clary
1: Yeah, I think she'll be a decent enough price. If you really like her, you can play her to win. I mean, I I don't know that she comes up much from that six to five, but I don't think she goes down much from it either. Yeah, I think Secret is going to take a ton of money. That seems like the horse everybody's talking about. I'm going to try to get around her in the spot. I might put her in the underneath positions, but I am going to lean on Clary I think the biggest thing with her and the thing – that you're not sure about is how will she come out back yes. off that layoff and how will she, you know, run as she gets a little bit older. We've seen it with the Phillies and the Mares before. Sometimes they reach a point where they don't really want to do it anymore. You yes. saw that with Latruska. She didn't really want to run, um, and she kind of quit last year. I don't think Claire is at that point, but that is a worry of mine.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, Latruska was a little older, though, yeah. wasn't she, than yeah, Claire she was. was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and Clary Air has not shown any sign of not wanting to run. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I'll be surprised if she doesn't run. Now, I would lean more towards Secret Oath not wanting to run than I would Clarier.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Air has 16 starts. She is a 5-year-old. Secret Oath has 13 starts. She is a 4-year-old, so... <laughs> I mean, it does show you, man, Secret Oath has had a lot of races and they really they've been tough ones. She doesn't get an easy spot, does she? No,
0: she doesn't. And and that's what D. Wayne does. And that's I'm not knocking him. I mean, that's just what he's got a good one. He's going he's going to go for every big purse he can get. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. So it will be very, very interesting to see how Secret Oath does. Uh, sometimes D. Wayne's horses flame out.
1: Yeah. Uh, with with Air and, and Michael makes a good point, I do worry how far behind is she going to be. And I, I think there's going to be some pace, but I don't think it's going to be blazing. Right. That is a, a worry of mine. How far is Clarier going to be out of things? She cannot drop too far out of it. Um, that is her one, uh, we'll just call it issue, right? Yeah. She, she doesn't get towards the front yeah. very often. And so that's a worry.
0: She's like Red Route One, She's, in a she is. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, she is a lot like Red Route One for sure. Yeah, Secret Outflow, uh, a horse we've liked. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people talk about this horse just loves Oakland, and I don't really think that's the case. More so, if she loved the competition she was facing at Oakland last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, people about why Debario? Oh, he loves Gulfstream. No, he loves the competition. He faces <laughs> at I mean, you know, she blew out horses that she should have, and she oh, got yeah. beat by cyber knife and Barbara Road. Somehow, she ran a a just a tremendous Kentucky Oaks, and then when mm-hmm. she faced better horses, she just kind of got beat. She ran well in all these races, but just kind of got beat. I I just think she likes facing a little bit weaker horses. I don't know that Clary air fits that bill, do you? No,
0: Claire Air is not a weak horse. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's a champion. The thing in the in the Kentucky Oaks, refresh my memory, didn't Nest have some problems in that race? Uh, and yeah. Had a bad trip or something in that race? Something happened. She didn't run real well.
1: She kind of got bottled up on the inside where Secret Oath stayed on the outside. And then when the real running began, and we talked about this with Secret Oath, she can put you away on a turn real easy. And if you lose distance with her, you're in big trouble. And so what Ness was able to do in the coaching club in the Alabama, just kind of don't let her get ahead. Don't let her. when she makes that move, you make it right with her and then you can outlast her in the lane. If you look at Secret Oath's races, she wins them on the turn. She just dominates you on the turn and you're so far behind in the stretch, you can't get her. She really doesn't accelerate a ton in the actual stretch. It's all on that turn. Even the Arkansas Derby, you watch the turn of that race. You're like, oh, my God, she's going to win by five. She flattens. And what happened that day is she couldn't get ahead of those horses because she was too far behind early yeah. in the race. So you even look at the Breeders' Cup Distaff. There was a moment you thought she was going to win because she slingshotted around the turn yes. and then and then dropped out of
0: it. So. She's a good horse, though. There's no doubt about it, and she could win this race. <clears throat> I just don't, I don't know how she's going to come back.
1: And I'm maybe, skeptical. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely skeptical. All right, so we're both going clear air on top in that one. Let's go a couple of races b- before this. There's a nice allowance race here at Oaklawn on mm-hmm. Saturday. It's race seven on the card here. Uh, it's for the older horses, going a mile and an eighth here on the dirt. Obviously, field of ten. And I, I say it every time this horse has entered. Barber Road could be a short price. This is a, definitely a play against as far as a win bet. I thought this was a really tricky race. I like oh. a long shot in here, but go ahead. Who do you like? Oh, you go first? first. I mean, I really think if Mr. Thunderstruck, the two horse, can run back to his last race, he's a play here at 8-1. to one. Uh, The last time this horse started – I really thought he ran well, and so I just felt like this was a spot to try to play him here. He, he closed up really nicely. He did get beat by two and a quarter, but, man, he ran well, and they really think stretching him out to a mile, mile and eighth is going to help him in this spot. So I took Mr. Thund- Thunderstruck on top here at eight to one.
0: Hmm. Well, <laughs> you've got some inside on him. You know? They really
1: like how he's training. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it, to, to be fair, it is Kelly's horse, and you know I spent all of the last uh, all of Rebel Weekend with them, and and uh, they were really happy with how he ran, and they think the distance is going to
0: help. So, well, the um, other thing, the other thing is, it's a race. I think you want to take a long shot if if the, you can. There's well, not the deal. much yeah. in here that's done much. Yeah. I kind of like the eight a little bit, uh, the skipper too. Yeah, ran pretty well last time out at Gulfstream. Uh, you know, he's got Torres on 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 uh, board at nine to two, but again, there's not a whole lot of history that says he's he's that good. You know, the race is full of those kind of horses, mm-hmm. and those are tough to decide who's going to win. You look at the ten Icarus. Uh, One last time out, at a a starter allowance, but only by a head. And how tough was that race? We don't know. Yeah. You know, this seems like a jump up. The favorite, uh, number nine, ran very well last time in this sort of race. So if he can progress, Ben Diesel, you would think he could win this. Yeah. It's a wide open race. I think you try to beat the favorite. You're going to go with uh, the two. Another one to look at is the three mm-hmm. Asmussen. It's got uh, what is that? Chelino? Is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce that? But again, it hasn't shown a lot. Broke his maiden May 30th at Churchill, uh, then came back in a couple of stakes, ran third, lost by two. But that was at, at uh, Prairie Meadows. Was that like the corn husker or the Iowa Derby?
1: Uh what was that, that he ran in that day? That was I think the was. Iowa Derby.
0: Yeah. That's not a very, you know, not a great showing. And then he finished uh fifth in another one. I don't know what FAN stands for. What's that?
1: Oh, that is uh that's the St. Louis Derby. That was fantastic. Oh right.
0: yeah. yeah. And finished fifth in the St. Louis Derby. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can't pick that horse. I can't. So I'm gonna go. If I'm gonna pick a long shot, I'm gonna go the eight.
1: So Here's the deal, and, and I like the Skipper, too. I've got that horse in second. Here's the deal with this race. You talk about Chileno. He got beat badly by Mr. Thunderstruck last time out. Yeah. Barber Road, he got beat by Mr. Thunderstruck. I mean, Ben Diesel, you say he ran decent last time out, and he did. He got beat by Mahomel. Mahomel is a horse that he hasn't won. I think maybe I was five years old when Mahomel broke his maiden. I mean <laughs> – and he's disappointed a hundred times. He finally found a field he can beat. Like, that's the thing. Sometimes you pick a long shot and it's like, you're not in love with that horse. You're not, a, you just hate the rest of the field. And that's, that's a lot of it for me. And I know yeah. for a fact that Mr. Thunderstruck is doing very, very well. And I know that they like him. And it's just a situation where I think if he gets the trip, I think he has a great shot to win here. I think eight to one is too big of a price. Yeah, and the
0: favorites aren't that good. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I mean, Barbara Road's done what? Nothing since.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: way long time ago. I mean, it just hasn't come back and run very well. So, well,
1: and that's just it. I can't. I can't. There's just no way I'm taking Barbara Road. Look, here's the deal. You look at it and you say, "Well, this is, but God, it's got to be Barbara Road's time." It's like it's. I don't think so. I. I don't know. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean, he can win, but. Why would you think he's going to win this race?
0: Yeah. Do you think I could see the favorite being seven to two in this race?
1: I, I think the favorite is going to be Ben Diesel. I bet you get like three to one, I would imagine. But I don't really want to. I don't have a ton of interest in betting Ben Diesel at three to one either.
0: No, me neither.
1: The, now, the Skipper two for, for uh, coming in from uh, Gulfstream Park. No, last time I got beat by Expressman and Montauk Point. I, I think those two horses would be favored in this field. So can't hate on you for taking the eight. I think that one makes a ton of sense.
0: I think he'll take a little bit of money, too.
1: I, I'm very worried he's going to be the favorite.
0: He might. He's got Taurus riding him. That's the leading jockey. Yep. And these others are not that good. So he could come down to three to one, maybe. Yep. That's a yep. big that's a big fall though, but anyway, yeah, this is an interesting one to watch.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a, like I say a fun race to watch, and I think it is a race where you can you can get a little bit creative and try to make some money here. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I I I think even the pace, it's like if you want to take a horse to go gate the wire, the four maybe, and the four could get the lead, but now you're playing a horse coming from Penn National. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think the six could be up there towards the front, but then you're playing a horse off a long layoff for a trainer that you don't know a ton about.
0: Nope. Doesn't do well at Oakland.
1: It just has a feel of a race you're going to scratch your head about.
0: What about the five? Is there anything to that one? I didn't.
1: But I mean, one of main special way to Tampa first race on the dirt was that race after four losses on synthetic or turf. I mean, now we're here. It's a weird spot. I, I don't know.
0: You're probably right.
1: Yeah, the question here uh, uh, Barbara Road, no chance.
0: I mean, well, you can't say that, but
1: I can. I certainly don't think he has a <laughs> shot. No, I don't. Listen, he's going to probably be right around that three to one, seven to two range. Right. You got a horse in the race. It's eight to one. That's probably going to be ten to one. But time it's over, and he wasn't even close to beating him last time right. out. So, right. I just don't. I don't see it. If you want to play him, fine. Let's let's be real clear. Barber Road won a maiden claiming thirty thousand dollar, right? Maiden claiming, and then won a starter allowance. That's it. That's his two wins. Yeah. So he ran in all those stakes, and he never won. And then they dropped down in class to the allowance, but he's still running in these allowance races that are way tougher than anything he's ever beat before. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I'd I, I would not bet the horse because the odds are going to be too low.
1: If he wins, I lose. I mean, that's it's just that simple.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's
1: and been you that don't way don't forever. Feel
0: bad about it.
1: Listen, last time out. <laughs> it doesn't get much worse than that field for an allowance race. And right. he didn't hit the board. You know, his first out, he was beaten eight. His next out, beaten six. I mean, he just, he's just not playable at these short prices. If you, I mean, if you ever got a field where the pace was just going to completely fall apart and he was like eight to one, then he becomes an option.
0: Yeah.
1: I just don't see it.
0: Nope. I agree.
1: Guti- uh, uh, Ray Lou Gutierrez coming in for the mount. So big
0: deal. We'll see.
1: Well, he was the one that rode him last year when he was doing well. Maybe that will make a difference. But yeah, I know Shotty's very mad. But well,
0: I hope he wins for Shotty. I do. But
1: because it means I lose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she can
1: handle it. She's she am losing. She can well, handle it. friendship, can. I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay it's a good consolation prize if he wins shoddy will be happy
1: no it's terrible I <laughs> all right let's
0: move on Tomage is wearing off on you i don't know <laughs> you didn't used to be this mean
1: i wonder if somage is awake yet uh, i don't God. know Gosh.
0: Uh,
1: i know i know dr tang is here i keep hearing from him so okay he was i up. didn't hear
0: from him today
1: well, that's uh, that's not good. He might. Well,
0: I don't. No, I didn't. I did not hear from him.
1: So he woke up
0: a little later, I think, maybe than usual.
1: Yeah, he's off schedule today. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're both going uh, with a little bit of price here. You're going number eight, the skipper two. Probably makes the most sense. I'm going to go number two, Mister Thunderstruck. Hoping he can improve off that nice second place effort last time out. All right. Let's go to college basketball. It is a massive weekend this weekend and the next. We're kind of going to go through who we think is going to win these uh, conference tournaments coming up this weekend for the Power 5. Uh I also want to do like bubble watch with you as well. I'm going to give you a couple teams, you tell me if they're in and out as well. All right. so, I like it. All right. Are you ready? Let's start with the ACC. Okay. Who do you think Let's do this. Who do you think is going to win the tournament okay. as far as their conference tournament? Got it. And then who do you think is going to make the deepest run in the NCAA tournament. Oh. We're, we'll do that, too. All and right. then I'll do both of how, right,
0: how about a sleeper team, maybe, that comes out of this and wins the tournament?
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: The conference fine. tournament.
1: We'll make up the rules as we go. That's good. Okay.
0: Who do I think is going to win the ACC?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going one of two teams. This is a wide-open tournament, my opinion. I'm either going to go Duke who I think is playing as well as anybody in that conference right now, Mm -hmm. or Miami. And if I had to pick, I would take Duke simply because Miami doesn't usually win this tournament. So uh, I really like the way Duke's playing. I'm not a big fan of Virginia. Uh, So who can make the deepest run? You know, that is, you know, it's very, very hard to – Decide who can make the deepest run because we don't know what the brackets are yet, the matchups right. and all that.
1: Just in general. I know.
0: I know. Um, I'd have to take Duke just because I think they're playing better than anybody in the conference. Who do you, who do you like? Well, I was going to ask another question.
1: Do you think, because last year, you know, people were kind of oh, all this ACC, it's not very good, and they got two teams into the final four. I, I'm not mm-hmm. saying can they get two teams in, but will anybody out of this group? be able to make that kind of run this year.
0: Well, we didn't think they would last year and they did. And so I don't know. This tournament is so wide open coming up. It's hard to pick anybody to get there really after you get through the past the first three or four and there's not any in the ACC that I have there. I have to, you know, if Duke keeps playing as well as they are, I think they can make a run. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't think those other teams are good enough. I think somebody will beat Virginia because Virginia struggles scoring. Yeah. And I think somebody will. My sleeper team out of this plays tonight, and that's North Carolina. I don't think they're that good, but I think they could make a run and win this tournament.
1: Uh, All right. So I like North Carolina State as far as a sleeper. Um, That's good. I think they're a pretty good team. Sleepers as far as the NCAA tournament is concerned. I'm with you. I think Duke's going to win this uh conference. Um North Carolina in the tournament or out.
0: Oh, I think they're in. I think they'll get in. Everybody yeah. says they're out. They're 20 and 12. I, I I I think they need to win today to solidify things. If they beat Virginia. Mm-hmm. How can you keep them out? They're 20 and yeah, 12. Yeah. And they're North Carolina. Uh do I think they deserve to be in? Here's the thing about Carolina that sets them apart from, say, a Rutgers.
1: Okay,
0: they play a tremendously tough schedule. Mm-hmm. They don't dodge anybody in the in the non-conference schedule. So, you know, they've lost some games there. Uh, I think they're in. I'm with Dennis. I think they're in. If they if they win tonight, I just yeah, I. If some crazy things happen, if some of these other tournaments and a long shot gets in there, it might knock them out. It's hard to imagine an NCAA tournament without North Carolina, isn't it?
1: Uh, without a twenty win, North Carolina for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the Big Twelve now. Uh, you've got Kansas; they're going to be a big favorite in this thing, like always. Although they're only a four point favorite tonight, I would take Kansas tonight. We talked about that earlier. Uh, all right, Big Twelve, who you got? you think Kansas wins this thing?
0: I do because it's in Kansas city and you can't pick against them in Kansas city. Uh, you just can't. They're consistent. Um, they don't dominate people. You know, very, they don't win big very often. They're just one of those teams. It's tough as a boot. They're well coached in Kansas city. I have to pick them. So yes, they're my pick to win it. Um, sleeper team. I, I like Kansas State. I do. I, I I like the way they play. If they can shoot the ball well, I think they've got a shot. What was the other? What, what's our other thing we're doing? Who can make a run?
1: Yeah, well, I'll just go ahead and piggyback off what you just said. I'm with Kansas. But what do you think? They won the national championship last year. Are they that caliber team? I'm not saying you need to predict they win the national championship. Yeah. Do you think they're going to make the final four?
0: I don't think they're as good as they were last year, but they play in a very, very, very difficult league. So we don't know for sure. Every night you can get beat. I don't care who you play. If you don't bring it, you're going to get beat. So that might be some of the reason they're not dominating. Yes, they can make a run. I, 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 they're, they're just so consistent. If, uh, the, the deal with Kansas, as we all know, is getting through that first weekend. And if mm-hmm. they do, they seem to play pretty well. After that.
1: Uh, Peblo say uh, Kansas State to make the Big 12 final plus 325. You kind of okay. think they're a sleeper. So that would well, the
0: problem is they're four seed, I think. Or are they two? Let's see. I can figure that out. real quick. There are three. There are mm-hmm. three. So they're not in the bracket with Kansas, which automatically gives them a chance to get to the final. They're so. going to have
1: to beat TCU and most likely Texas.
0: They can do that okay well. who, who are you picking are you picking kansas
1: yeah i'm gonna pick kansas uh I, I think these big 12 teams and i'll ask you this this is the toughest conference as far as top to bottom yeah uh, teams like baylor k-state texas iowa state maybe even throwing their tcu uh, playing these games day in and day out uh, you know game in and game out in the big 12 Do you think that's going to have them in a really good spot where when they get in close games in this tournament, they're going to be able to advance?
0: Well, it it will help. My worry, if I was a coach coaching them, by the way, don't leave out West Virginia, they're playing really well. Mm -hmm. If I was coaching them, I would be afraid my team would be exhausted coming into the tournament. I, I would, especially if you get to the final game of this conference tournament. Yeah. You're going to be beat down. Going into it, you might be better off to lose early if you're already in the NCAA tournament. So that it would worry me. I mean, this has been a grind. They it has been a t- really tough grind s- since the first of January for these teams. Every night you go out, you can get beat.
1: Yeah, no, I yeah. absolutely agree.
0: Yeah, it's a tough, tough thing when you're in a tournament like this there's no doubt it's conference like this
1: it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how this thing unfolds up in Kansas City and then how those teams do in the big tournament all right let's go to a conference that we don't really like all that well the big 10 uh we're in the middle of the big 10 conference right now all right who do we like in this conference None of them.
0: i hate them all I think this is the most overrated conference I've seen yeah. in years. I just don't know why they're getting nine teams in. I cannot understand it. It's mediocrity all over the place. You know? Mm-hmm. It, we got high school coaches at some place get fired for some of these records. You know, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Uh I think Purdue will win it if they are, if they if they can shoot the ball from the outside a little bit, they're better. Just look at their record; they're better than these teams. Yeah. All the rest of them just knock each other off. Yeah, you know, at one time I thought Indiana was starting to make a run, and then they kind of faded. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to pick Northwestern. No. Um,
1: what about Michigan State?
0: Yeah, that's my sleeper. That's my sleeper team to win the conference championship, but I'm not high on them. I'm not either. They've lost some games. They should have won. You look at Maryland, no. Illinois sucks. Uh, Rutgers is off. Come on. Uh, Is is
1: Michigan a team that's going to make this? Well, they're
0: scary. Yeah. If they get beat tonight, they're out. they got to be.
1: Well, we said that last year.
0: I know it. 17 and 15 it would be their record.
1: Well, weren't they 16 and 15?
0: I don't know. It was bad. But, guys, here's the deal. You're supposed to win your games. Yeah. I don't care who you're playing. Yep. You play 32 games and you lose almost half of them. You're not deserving to be in that tournament. It is yeah. as simple as that.
1: So, to and, Mark's point, anybody in this conference, can they make the Elite Eight?
0: I will be shocked.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, I don't Elite you
0: eight. Oh, maybe. Purdue might make the elite. It may yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't either. They may prove us wrong. Yeah. Uh, last night, Wisconsin was still in the tournament. Yeah. At 17 and 13, they were behind by 27 points at one point to Ohio State.
1: And if you watch that game last night, that's no more a tournament to me. Like Oklahoma is better than Wisconsin. I
0: mean, it's ridiculous. All- I've been in Twitter wars with people fighting me because I, I, you know, my whole point is I know uh, College of Charleston doesn't play great competition. I know they don't, but they've won. They went out 34 times and did what they were supposed to do 31 times. I don't care who you play.
1: Well, I don't care what their record is. They would beat Wisconsin. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> three teams.
0: That. There's three teams I've been fighting for out of the lesser conferences that deserve an at-large bid if they don't win their conference tournament. Carl uh, Ch- College of Charleston, that would have been an absolute crime right. to win 30 games and not get in when you got these horseshit teams that have failed in what they're supposed to do. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. It's just not right. The other two two of them are in. O R U came through and won their 30th, and I know their competition. Somebody was arguing with me the other night. Okay, the four teams they've lost to, three of them are in the tournament. They're in the tournament. Mm -hmm. And New Mexico's the other one, which might make it. So they lost four games to quality teams. The other one that needs to be in there is Florida Atlantic. Mm -hmm. They're in a tough league. They may not. When that t- can you imagine the pressure that was on college with Charleston the other night? Knowing we're 30 and three and we have to win to beat out an 18 and 13 Rutgers, yeah, ain't right. All right, what's next? Uh, you skipped the big east
1: with Florida Atlantic, yeah, we're just gonna do the Pac 12 and the SEC with
0: okay, Florida Atlantic, for the Sun Belt, weren't they? Uh,
1: Florida oh. the USA, okay. They- they uh, play tonight in the quarterfinal game. Right, so their run starts tonight.
0: We'll see. Yeah, on that. pressure, man. I heard. I heard. Uh, what's his name? Does the Big Twelve game? Fran uh, Franchella or uh-huh. name, say last night. He he coached uh, Manhattan one year and they were really good. And he said, I've never felt pressure anywhere in my coaching life. Like I did knowing I had to win that conference tournament to get in. And they were like 28 and three going into their tournament. And he said, yeah. you talk about pressure.
1: It's tough. It's is definitely it? tough. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see. Yeah. they Yeah. They're going to play tonight. I'm seeing when that tip off is I had at five 30, they'll play at five 30 tonight in the quarter. So We'll right. See. Yeah, it's it's not the easiest uh uh of conferences. Uh North oh, Texas is a really good team, UAB is a really good team. Or as well. Yeah,
0: that's a tournament team too. That'll be hard to handle.
1: Yeah, so it's not gonna be easy for Florida Atlantic, a team that um oh, I don't wanna I, I mean they 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 usually are decent, but not to this level, I don't feel.
0: In Florida Atlantic? Yeah. Yeah, I I they probably are usually okay, but my god, they've won like what twenty eight games? Something like that, <laughs>
1: right? And that's what
0: uh, right here. They've won twenty eight games. Yeah. I don't think they've ever won twenty eight games.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're usually good, yeah. but not this good. And so no. they're gonna have to beat some uh, some teams that have experience. That's gonna be interesting. And they've already
0: beat them before, and they got to turn around and do it again. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's so hard.
1: All right, let's move on to the Pac 12 here. UCLA, (laughs) that is my national championship team. I'm going to stick with it. They do have an injury that we have have to keep an eye on. I'm going to skip the uh, conference championship games. We'll see what happens with the NCAA tournament. But um, what do you think here? UCLA, Arizona, they really dominate. They stand out in this uh, conference. Mm -hmm. USC, you can throw them in there as well. Yep. Anybody upset in UCLA in the conference tournament? And uh, what do you think about some of these teams? Well,
0: if you call Arizona, an upset, you know, they might.
1: Yeah, I would call that a huge
0: upset. No, no, that's not an upset. One's ranked number two, and one's ranked number eight. You're saying UCLA's missing a player. That's not what I would call an upset. Yeah. Not sure Arizona will beat USC, but they might. So I don't really see any sleepers coming out of this league, unless you put Oregon in there just because Oregon sometimes beats you. But I don't think they're very good. So I don't have a sleeper team coming out of here. Unless you count USC, which I don't.
1: What do you think about USC? Not maybe not even for this tournament, but they're a team that for the NCAA tournament they seem like they might be able to do something. Yeah, they could
0: upset one of these teams because I don't think they're going to get a very good seed. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to play them uh, day two of that tournament because yeah.
1: So what, what do they have them projected at right now? Like a six or seven? Hang on. Put you on the spot I've got all right
0: this now. written down, but I don't know. It's in about ten different places. I think they're like a. Oh, here we go. Uh, I think they're like a seven.
1: So that's a tough matchup for. Let's say they're six or seven. That's a tough matchup for a two or a three seed on that second day.
0: You better believe it is. I mean, that's yeah. a good team. They've won a lot of games. They, they're, you know, the knock on on them is they play, you know, in a conference that's not real strong. Well. You know they've done pretty well in that conference. It's not like they've here. I here here's the seating. Uh, they are right now seated. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. Tenth.
1: <laughs> well, that's. <laughs>
0: well, that's according to ESPN. Tenth.
1: That's going to be a really tough matchup for somebody.
0: How are they ten? I don't. Uh... I, this doesn't. I don't get it.
1: It doesn't really matter if you're seven or ten. You're gonna have to play the same team, and you're gonna have to play the same team next. You know, that's the beauty when you get into the tournament. Yeah.
0: Let me let me see uh, real quick here. Um, I gotta go to this other thing. Uh, What? Who they're? What bracket they've got them in? Because you know that that's a key. Now again, this is just speculation. This is.
1: But, yeah, give us an idea of who they might be up here. Yeah.
0: Go to the sevens. And this could have been updated. Okay, here we go. Now, get this. Now, you talk about a screwed up mess. Mm -hmm. Guess who they have is seven. Texas A&M. The number two team in the SEC conference.
1: Probably, yeah, that's, anyway, go ahead. But who, who was idiotic.
0: okay, so that's a matchup that shouldn't be. Yeah. But anyway, Texas A&M and USC, if they win, guess who they play? Purdue. They got Purdue at number two and they've got them in their bracket. That doesn't mean they're going to be there, but that's where they've got them. So
1: that, that, let me just stop though. And that's, that's, that's what I wanted to know. This is, this is it, right? This yeah. is the example I'm trying to make. Exactly. If, Texas A&M or USC matches up against Purdue, I'm taking Texas A&M or USC. I am too. And that's why That's why with, with Purdue, I, I, if I don't have confidence they can beat a team like that, then forget it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, then you stretch this out a little bit farther. Let's say this bracket is the way it is, and we're really doing something we shouldn't because it probably won't be this way. Well, sure. The number three seed is K-State. And the number six seed is St. Mary's. Well, okay, let's say they go at USC and, and Texas A and beats Purdue. You don't think they can't beat th- those teams? Yeah, they could. So there's a, a bracket you might look at if that's the way it was, and you could pick a long shot coming out of that.
1: And we can look forward to that coming up next week when we go and through the what? brackets. That's that's something to definitely look forward to. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's the kind of matchups you kind of dream of as a gambler. You're going to get points with a team that you think probably going to win outright. You're going to get a good uh, money line price as well. We'll definitely be able to identify those.
0: Yeah, teams. and that one's, you know, they won't be the favorite. or They will they will be underdogs going in. Exactly, into
1: that's what it said, yeah.
0: And that's one you might look at. I can see if that did come to fruition and they played uh, Purdue, they might be an eight, nine-point underdog. In that game.
1: The way the way Purdue is overvalued, they're absolutely. There's no doubt.
0: Yeah. So,
1: all right, let's move on to the final conference here. But oh, real quick, am I crazy for picking UCLA to win this thing? No,
0: no, they're solid. They play the same every night. They can win close games uh, defensively. They're nails. They're very well coached. They're the type of team that can get through tough games, which you're going to have. They're, they're, they don't have any. Real highs and real lows. They're just they're just like a flat line when a person's die dies. You know, they're just even keel going <laughs> well, through that. Yeah, I love it. That's an
1: example of what you just gave right there, but okay, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the final one. The SEC here.
0: Oh God. Oh
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. This is gonna be if you like like just good, tough, close games. This is probably the tournament to watch. This and the Big 12. A lot of these teams are real similar. A lot of these teams. They're not great. They've got some flaws, but they also have some some positives. What do you make of this conference uh, right now? This well, conference I'm glad you
0: put that up. Look at these records. That's I want amazing. somebody
1: yeah.
0: that is doing this bracket ol- bracketology tell to tell me why Texas A and M is a seven seed. Yeah. Look at this league. Alabama, 26 wins. Kentucky, 21 wins. You want to try to go beat Kentucky? That'll be fun. Missouri, 23. Tennessee, 22. Auburn, 20. Mississippi State, 20. Oh, yeah, there's Arkansas, 19. That's a great league. Look at Texas A&M's record in this league. Yeah. And there was 7 seed. Please, somebody explain that to me because I'd like to know what you're thinking is. I don't give a shit if they played – Little Sisters of the Blind eight times in the non-conference. Look what they did in this league. Yeah, and look at some of these other teams. Arkansas went eight and ten in this league. I Tennessee.
1: personally, I think Texas A&M's the best team in the conference.
0: Here's I don't why. No, if I'd go that far, but
1: no, stop. Here's why. You there? What's happening, in Alabama? It has to be a distraction. I'm sorry.
0: I agree with that. Yes.
1: I think if Kentucky wore Vanderbilt's uniforms, nobody would care. I, I think it's because they're Kentucky, you kind of fear them more than you should, right?
0: They're not as good as they have been. I uh, think
1: Missouri is solid, but I don't think they're great. No,
0: you know, they're not, but they're they're good.
1: I would classify Tennessee as
0: pretty much the same,
1: pretty much like Missouri. Yeah, I think EM, and m the way they closed the season. I think they might be the best team in the conference.
0: Well, you lose three out of 18 games in this league? Yeah. And you're number seven?
1: Yeah. Now, this this Auburn-Arkansas game.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: It, it, is the loser in trouble of missing the tournament, or are both these teams in?
0: Okay. Hang on. Arkansas is a nine seed at the moment, so I don't think they drop out. Auburn is eight, but... I think they have dropped since then.
1: I, I wouldn't want to lose this game tonight.
0: No, that's this is a critical say. game. The winners in for sure. Um I think Arkansas's got a reputation a little bit. Yeah. I think they make it. I do. The team I think that's gonna have to win is Mississippi State. They're gonna have to win. If they're out, if they lose, they're out because they're seated 11. They're one of the last ones uh in. Yeah, shoddy, if I'm an Arkansas fan, I'm wanting this game and then I'm going to relax.
1: You feel that. like if Arkansas gets that 20th win,
0: they're in. They, they got to win one. Yeah. I think they're in anyway. Uh being seated where they're at. But I don't I just don't I Texas us text say anything. I don't understand it. But anyway, I'm going to go in and pick Alabama, but I won't be surprised if they get beat just simply because they got the best talent. But you're right. The distraction has got to be brutal for them. I just don't. There's there's too much crap going on. There's a lot. Yes. So to come through this and win those games, I don't know. My sleeper team's Kentucky just because it's Kentucky. Um, So I don't know. Can't really count Texas A&M a sleeper team, so I couldn't pick them. Another team's playing pretty good is Vanderbilt, right? They yeah, yeah. are. They could cause some trouble.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Rob's giving us some updates here. I was going to run down those early scores. A lot of people don't realize these games started very, very early today. Michigan is down 11 to Rutgers. Yep. Me, that's an elimination game, but it is Michigan, and, uh, you know, we just never know.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh it, 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 it's, it's not, it, there's five minutes left in the game now, and now it's a 13 point game. So it, it, it kind of feels like Michigan, they should kind of be out, but should like be out. Said, you just don't know. Uh, uh,
0: Marquette is struggling big time yeah. in the big East courts. They're solidly in, they now lead 50 to 49, with 635.
1: What about a team like Wake Forest? They're playing right now. It's 65-57 Miami with about four minutes left. Wake Forest, are they They're are out. They out? They're out. They're out with a loss. Yes. Um, Iowa State, obviously, they're going to be in. They're down eight right now to Baylor.
0: Yeah, they're in, but I don't think they're very good. I just don't.
1: If they don't shoot though, shoot. they can't win. They have to shoot well to win.
0: They have to shoot well, and if they're not, you're not. They're not going to win. So no. I think they're really flawed. That's a team in the Big Twelve that I don't think deserves to be in. I really don't. They really faded down the stretch.
1: Yes, they did. And, and like I said, they're going to be in, but they're in trouble here in this Big Twelve tournament uh, quarterfinal game. Uh, you 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 mentioned when we we're talking about the SEC. You mentioned about Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. They need to win this game. They're up 34 to 21 first first half. Their that. head. Yes.
0: Are they playing? Who are they playing? Florida. They're playing Florida. Yeah, I think that I they have to win that game. They have to.
1: Seems like they're going to do it. That'll give them twenty-one wins. Put them at twenty-one and eleven. I, I
0: think twenty-one in this league should get you in.
1: Probably should get you in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For sure. It's a tough league. Now we didn't. Um, make- uh, let's lose. see
1: if there's anything else. A couple games already went final. Uh, nothing to really note, though. Um, okay. What about the Atlantic 10? How many teams are they getting in one? They're just getting one. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. As of right now,
1: that's a pretty good league.
0: It's a solid league. They don't have a great team. Yeah. Uh, they don't get any respect. Uh, well, hell when you get nine out of the big 10, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. Well, and so the, so the Atlantic 10 VCU won today already mm-hmm. uh, next game's George Mason and St. Louis. It, it you know, you got you got VCU's 25 and 7, Fordham's 24 and 7, you uh George Mason, St. Louis, and Dayton all have won 20 games. Yeah, it's a good league. It certainly feels like they should get more than just one in, but
0: well, you need to get a hold of the people that are doing this and tell them that the Big Ten sucks <laughs> and they shouldn't be getting all these teams because they can't even win two-thirds of their games. And this really? is supposed to be an elite tournament.
1: Do you really think the Big Ten? When it all is said and done, we'll get nine teams. No, I
0: think you're game. down to eight now because Wisconsin, surely to God, it's not going to
1: get in after last night. So I look at a, a Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana, Michigan State, Iowa, Maryland, Illinois.
0: Penn State's still in. They're right on the bubble. And Rutgers.
1: I, I just you know, got think
0: get, today, So that's going to get them in.
1: To me, they get eight. They get eight? Oh, yeah, I just – I don't see how, though. I was shocked last year, but I just
0: – Oh, I know. And see, to make, make us all look stupid, or me anyway, Michigan made it, what, to the final eight last year, I think? They made yeah, a run. they made a wow. run. I can't,
1: they won two or three, yep.
0: So, yeah, I had to eat my words uh last year. But the last time I checked, and I didn't have time to do it this morning, Michigan was an 11, but they lost, so they got to be out they got to be but uh, see none of these teams that we're talking about are seated lower than 11th these bubble teams are all 11th or higher right cuz they saved the 12 13 14 15 16s for the other leagues
1: now, the now, leagues
0: the lesser guys
1: i will say this this time last year we were on the show same time talking about these games and huh? teams were losing. Those conference tournaments didn't mean shit. Oh, I know, year. not yeah. a thing. I know. So keep that. Were they doing
0: all this quad one bullshit last year?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. This has been a thing. Was it? Years. I know.
0: I, this is all Greek to me. But anyway, yeah. I'm just to the point where I just feel like you're supposed to win your games, and a lot of these things don't and I know they play each other and I understand that and that's a tough thing to do and and top to bottom the big tens solid mm-hmm. but if okay if a 17 and 14 was Wisconsin team gets in are you I just don't see it I don't know
1: that's a travesty. there's no doubt
0: yeah I mean I think Rutgers today knocked Michigan out. And Wisconsin should have got knocked out last night. So what's that lead? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's still nine It's going to get in from a league that only has one team with a really super record. Yeah. I mean, 21-10 is nothing to sneeze at. Don't get me wrong. But it's not a great record.
1: No. No, so, it's not.
0: No. Anyway.
1: Okay. Well. I think we've talked. It's going to
0: be a tremendous tournament, though, to watch.
1: It should be almost a carbon copy of last year. Yeah.
0: It's going to be extremely frustrating to those of us that fret over a bracket.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's, listen, last year, after the first day, I just threw the bracket away and (laughs) and, and just started betting game by game. Yeah. I feel like that's what you're gonna to have to do with this tournament. It, it's it's gonna be really hard to predict. Yeah. As an impossible to predict. You know, the
0: best little contest I was ever in on this bracket thing, we we did the first weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. When so you, you you bet the first 32 games. And then you've got then we just threw that away. And we did the Sweet 16. Right. So you bet twice.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That was the most fun I ever had because then everybody lost money on the first 32. And then you got a chance to get it back on the Sweet 16. And that was kind of fun. I I enjoyed doing that. And I think a lot of people still do that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a hundred different ways to do it. Everybody fills out a bracket. Everybody wants to do that.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody does that.
1: And then after the first weekend, they go, well, maybe we'll try this now.
0: (laughs) But it it is so hard to figure out who's going to win because there's just there's everybody's there's no super team this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's the problem. Last year there was nobody you could really hang your hat on and say I'm going to key on them. They're going to be really good. They're going to get through this.
0: Well, you know, a lot of people thought it was Gonzaga, and I think it's been that way the last couple of years. But all of us, you know, that kind of follow it, always question Gonzaga because the last part of the season, from January through March, they don't play anybody but their conference, which right. is not as strong as some of these others. Yeah, and that's not their fault. It's just the where they're at. And the same can be, and, you know, Gonzaga is never going to go to a major conference because they don't play football. Right. So, you know, natural fit for them would be the the Pac-12, but they don't play football. So they're always going to be in that situation. Same thing with Oral Roberts and some of these other uh, schools.
1: So last question, and we'll end it on this one, because you brought up Gonzaga, and we we bet Gonzaga hard uh, to win that conference the other night, yeah. and we're rewarded. But we, we all kind of, and Samich have been talking to me about this too, we're all like, hey, maybe Gonzaga is a team that can make a little bit of a run and kind of be under the radar this year. What's your feeling on them coming into this tournament?
0: Well, I think they're gonna end up with a number two seed. So are I don't know. Are they
1: gonna be that high?
0: Yeah. Who else are you wow. gonna put in Start trying to think of I do this just for fun. I, I, who you put who you put as the twos? Who are you gonna put?
1: Yeah, I mean they 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 make sense as a two.
0: I mean, you got the ones right now are Houston, Kansas, UCLA, and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the twos, Purdue are you sold on of no but that somebody's got to be a two
1: yeah
0: uh I think Texas is a two they suck they're not gonna win it I'll be surprised if they do but who else are you gonna put in there the who are you gonna put next I guess you if Marquette wins the big east do you put them as a two
1: yeah
0: or UConn? I think Yukon's gonna win the big east
1: Yukon very much a sleeper for me yeah.
0: And then Gonzaga. I mean, I don't think you could put Arizona in there unless Arizona beats UCLA because they've lost some games. You know, they're not beating these really elite teams. Mm -hmm. To me, they're a three. I don't think K-State's a two. Do you? No, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's hard once you get to – where do you put a – to me, whoever wins the ACC should be a three. If it's Duke or uh Miami, Miami's they're down the line too, and they've won a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, it's a crapshoot once you get past Kansas, Houston. Um who's the other one? UCLA. I don't think Alabama's legit number one. But you gotta put them there unless they get beat in the first round of the tournament. Ah,
1: uh, they'll be number one, I think, no matter what.
0: Probably. They are talented. And Rob makes a good point, and this has always been the problem with Gonzaga. They can't defend. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. gets you beat when you get in the tournament because somebody will slow them down.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's just it. They had not – when they had those two really good teams back-to-back, was it two or three? I can't remember, but they had, they had really good teams. Okay. They made it to the, to the big game. Yeah. Once they got against those really good teams, they couldn't defend them. They, it wasn't a scoring problem. They just couldn't guard them.
0: No. And you you got to have it all, and they don't. And, and Rob makes – you know, the thing about their conference, you know, uh, every just because it's Gonzaga, St. Mary's is in the same conference. They're automatically in. And they're really – I don't know if they should be automatically in over some of these other teams. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway – yeah, trying to fill that bracket out come uh, Monday. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dreading it already.
1: <laughs> we'll probably have to have a, an earlier show uh, next yeah, we'll week.
0: Yeah, we may but have probably, to do one on Monday.
1: Probably Monday. Yeah, probably Monday. Yeah.
0: So We're going to have to because yeah, it, and we might need to do one in the middle of the first round on Thursday.
1: Yeah, no, I think we need a two, two, two uh, shows next week, a Monday and a Thursday. Yeah,
0: it'll be really fun.
1: Yep, for sure. We'll be all college basketball on here next week. And we need
0: to do uh, uh, our bracket contest again. Yeah, we'll do the bracket uh, contest. contest.
1: Uh, I will post that on Twitter we'll also promote it on the show Monday once I get it set up can't I would already have it set up but you can't until the, the brackets come out exactly
0: so. because we had a bunch get involved in that last year
1: yeah, I can't remember we had I think we had in the hundreds
0: oh yeah um, 125 130 i think
1: yeah and and, and uh, the winner got out uh, like a swag bag slash prize pack yeah. from racing dudes and, and uh, it
0: came down to the last game
1: it did no? yep it did it was fun
0: it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, so we will do that again this year. Don't worry. We will definitely do that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Shadi, I don't think you were uh, were on it. Yeah, so.
0: And the thing about it is everybody gets a chance to kick my ass, which every single one of you will. So there you go.
1: So we'll do a bracket challenge. Yeah, I think we'll run down the full bracket on Monday. So, yeah. That'll be fun. Everybody
0: get on here with us, make your picks, and that'll be great.
1: Yep, we'll have a good time doing that. All right, well, speaking of good times. Let the good times roll. We're 30 minutes away from blinkers off coming up at 130.
0: What's, to- what's on the agenda today?
1: You don't think you don't think the good times will be rolling?
0: No, I think it'll be a rolling. I just wanted to know what good times are we gonna be talking about
1: today. All right, we're gonna talk about the Tampa Bay Derby, the Azeri, the Beholder Mile, the Challenger, and the Hillsborough Stakes. Those okay. that's yeah, know stakes. how
0: it doesn't get any better than that.
1: It really doesn't. Uh, Boy, it it should be just all kinds of fun. Uh, So much fun that you might not be able to handle it.
0: And then following up, maybe unless, have you heard if uh, Samage is awake yet?
1: Samage will not be on the Magic Mike show, but (laughs) Magic has gotten a co-host for the Magic Mike show. I have no idea who it is. So four o'clock central time, Magic Mike show. So Mm. It's uh, definitely going to be a lot of fun still. There we go.
0: I may have to tune that in, see who it is.
1: Well, me too. I asked him and he did not tell me. So,
0: Oh, um, secretive magic today. Right. We get, there's all different kinds of magics. Today it's secretive magic.
1: There certainly as many faces of magic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get out of here for this one. We'll be back next week with all kinds of tournament talk and uh, anything else we feel like talking about. So, Good luck uh, if uh, you're betting this weekend. I'm sure you are. So I'll just say good luck to you. And we will see you right back here coming up in about 30, well, 20 minutes. Well, hold on. It'll be about eight minutes late. So we're still 37 minutes away from Blinkers Off. Come back, though. We'll be back at 137 or 138 is my guess. All right, guys. See you for that one. Place. This is due to bet sports. Due to bet sports, it's your favorite show. Due to bet sports, where degenerates go. Due to bet sports, time
0: to change your approach with Aaron Holzman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, this podcast is full of shit.